But in terms of providing education, it's not cheap. If you look at how much lecturers have to study for them to be able to offer quality education, and sometimes, oftentimes, actually, we find ourselves, especially in South Africa, we also have to get lecturers from outside the country because we don't have those skills already. That is going to come at a cost. One gets the sense that many do take education policies when a child is born, perhaps, and hopefully that will see them through to tertiary education. Are these policies yielding the correct result? The true value of education is not taken into account. A lot of those policies are often sold for when the child goes to tertiary education. What we tend to forget is there is 12 full years of schooling before the child gets to university, and that 12 years needs to be funded somehow. So that's the first problem. The second thing is if you look at the value that are given to uh, parents, you know, normally, I mean, you don't take into account stuff like inflation, which is a very real thing. And more importantly, that education inflation oftentimes is a whole lot more. It's normally about 3 to 4% um, more than CPI. So, if, so the calculations on all of that normally would just take general CPI into account, which is at about 6% currently, yet education inflation itself is around 10%. So already they, I mean, go figure the money that is not going to last the course of time. The third thing as well is, I think when we, we people are not, uh, we don't do enough research as to what are the true costs of education today and what is the future value of that today, like I say, in 12 years' time. I mean, you do say that insurance companies need to educate their policyholders a bit more about the actual return that they're going to get. Mm. That said, don't you think these policies need to be better worked to take into account the rate of South African education and the cost of it? Most definitely. Over the last few years, there has been a significant improvement in that. I think if you look 10, 12 years ago, the story was completely different. So over the last few years, if you look at all the calculators that all the different institutions have, they do take all of that into account. But that is now from a very small base because a lot of the people are still on the old types of policies which the way the numbers were significantly different to what they are today. The protest for cheaper and free higher education has been mm. about middle to lower income families being unable to afford this. So how then should mm. these products or this kind of financial awareness be rolled out to these communities who don't have such a high disposable income already? The funny thing is if you look at even those uh, middle and lower income families, a lot of them, if you go speak to them, they have a lot of, for example, funeral policies. And it's like, how much can you insure a person when they did to cover this direct funeral cost? I mean, you find people, one person with over 13 funeral policies, that's what that person has either been sold or is misunderstood what a funeral policy can do and what the limitations of that are. And if you look at the cost of that, so it's, like I said, it goes back to education and you say, well, yes, you obviously need to make provision for all eventuality.